Are you feeling the ticking clock of father time catching up on you? Do you need to offend brickies and Brexit voters? Do you wish you looked so good the world's greatest defensive coach would want to leave his wife for you? Well, great news. At Wilkins Pettiford, we've got just the thing for you. A stylish nose piercing for your everyday needs. Wilkins Pettiford, proud sponsors of the Maximum Friction podcast. Good evening and welcome to episode 14 of the Maximum Friction podcast. I'm joined in my kitchen by Jack. Hi, Dan. Uh, but no candy with his mimicking hi, Dan. Today. <laughs> He's uh, stuck in London with work, so we've got no sound and production specialist again. Hmm. We're really missing him. Yeah, I know. We've got good feedback, though, from him not being here. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you know Matt or Ross would have put something in your side chat. and uh, No. No? We only, we only put successful things. In our oh, side okay. chats, because so all of the trades you've we done. are successful. Three out of the top four teams. We really are, yes. Uh, I feel I'm okay with this. Mm. Uh, so this week we're going to cover last week's results, talk about the playoff picture and uh, the toilet bowl picture as we go, yeah. um, and then we are going to. Oh, you've picked up one of your bargain basement plays already. You've got to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it, whoever it is. <laughs> Let's see who Jack's picked up. Ooh, sleeper notification. That'll interrupt the agenda. Ah, oh, Cole Beasley. <laughs> well, 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 well. Pointless, you rooted around for him, Rob Jarman. He's yeah. gone. So, um, yeah, we look at the playoff wildcard picture, the toilet bowl picture. Jack's got a bargain basement, which is now down the player because he's already picked him up. Um, <laughs> very good from you. You're taking a leaf out of my book. Um, oh, cheers, Edmund. Um, and then we do some shoulda, woulda, coulda, finish off with some NFL chat and review of uh, last week's stuff we discussed. Yep. So, um, this week's results just gone. So, I beat Viney. Um, so, I did what I needed to do from my perspective to try and make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Viney was predictably shocking, like you thought. Yes, I did think that. Um, I mean, so is everybody else for the rest of the year, but yes. So that was that, and uh, disappointing for me that I did what I could and things didn't go my way. Yeah. Um, Matt beat Scott and he hammered him. Yes, he um, did. 157-99. Scott finishes with a 6-7 and seven record, <laughs> scrapes into the playoffs as the last seed, um, and just like, after all his trade in with the Orgs, and he finished 6-7. Scored a lot of points, but 6-7 and seven all the same. Pathetic. He was a bit pathetic, yeah. Um... I mean, I would say it's a shame, but it's not. No. It's hilarious. Just shows how well him and Yogi drafted as a pair. Yeah, spectacularly well, mm. I would say. Um, so there was that. Um, Ross beat Jarman for the right to pound Scott in the Brown Tone Bowl. Yes. Um, quite comfortable 13-point win, but both teams underperformed, really. Yeah, Russell, it's not high scoring. No, not high scoring at all. But they're two strong-looking teams, which could make this week's games quite interesting. Mm. Uh, Steve lost to Matty, and with it, my playoff hopes. James White, it was looking good for me. Steve looked like he'd done enough. Todd Gurley's big performance, but James yeah. White, James White, he ruined it. He ruined I said it. he would be, he would be boom or bust, and most of the time he's bust. And for some reason, the, the Patriots' offense is anemic. They don't have anything. Why couldn't they have given the touchdowns to Brandon Bolden? <laughs> the bargain basement team is asking the same questions, um, but yeah, uh, Matt he goes to seven and six. He does, and that's on the strength of a random game by James White. And it's interesting watching the the Pats because I just think 
it's odd with them at the moment. They don't have any any bite in their offense, and it's gone back to check downs to, to James White. They have receivers dropping passes. Nikhil Harry got benched at one point. Um, I think I think Bruce Irvin, not Bruce Irvin, sorry, um, Michael Irvin said at some point there's it was either Michael Irvin or Primetime uh, on the news the other day said at some point there's receiver help coming um, for the time. Patriots. It's prime time, and. I mean, the only person I could possibly think that would be... Well, there's two. It's Antonio Brown mm. or Dez. <laughs> Gronk. He can't come back. Why? The deadline's passed. Is it? Yep, the oh. deadline's passed when they can reinstate him. The earliest he can come back is next season. Oh. So Gronk's gone. Gone. He's not an option. So it's, it's either Antonio Brown or, or it's Dez Bryant. I'd love it to be Dez. If it's then Dez Bryant does not qualify as receiver help. <laughs> It just does not all happen. <laughs> all I remember from Des Bryant is him. He did some amazing things at the Cowboys, but the biggest memory of Des Bryant is him on that jug machine, and he drops every single ball. <laughs> and he does the little runny thing, then goes ping, drops it. No, 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 ping, drops it. It's like seven or eight in a row, just drops it. It wouldn't make pain. It'd be like brick <laughs> when it hits it. Honestly, it? man, it was rubbish. But I would not put past the Patriots to try and win another Super Bowl by signing a just uh, disgusting... Antonio Brown-shaped human, yeah. Um, But yeah, Matty sneaked into the playoffs. He uh, actually had quite a tough schedule in comparison. Um, The only teams that conceded fewer points than him were were you, um, Mm -hmm. Jarman, who Jarman had the easiest schedule in the league. Um, You were the second easiest. Um, And then Ross, um, everyone else, way away from Matty in points conceded. Um, Yeah, just oof. disappointing, isn't it, for some of you? But I mean, Scott I, scraping in is annoying. Do you know who I feel sorry for? Steve. Steve conceded 1,949 points. The next person to concede the most was me, and I was at 1,684. <laughs> That's a whole 300 three points. That's nearly three games. So I, I do feel sorry for my buddy Obach there, but do you know what? If he'd have set his fucking line up and beat Matt, oh, no, really. then. I wouldn't be so fucking... There were so many inactives, and we said about the inactives. Yeah. We said, check it. And they it didn't. Just, they just didn't. We, we said Ebron was on IR. Check the fucking injury report. Like, it's... it's, it's just, This is really important stuff, guys. Really important. <laughs> yeah. But whatever else you're doing, marriage, etc., hold it. Check the injury report. Football. Yeah. And then then do your marriage things. Or whatever. I don't know. But it's it's disgraceful. Yes. I agree with you. And then in the final game of the week, you beat Yogi in a very tight one. Well, Yogi scooped up uh, the worst manager award. <laughs> his team scored 118 points. And that was only 69% of their perfect lineup, which would have been 171 points. Top scorer in the league that week had yes. he picked his perfect lineup. But he still did outperform his predicted score of 108. Yes. So well done, Yogs. <laughs> Um, Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey scored well for him. It was a couple of his impact players did really well. One two one is not going to win me a playoff game. No, you need to buck up your ideas. Mm. But you've got a week off to to rest up your players and <laughs> and like calm yourself. I am genuinely worried that if the Pats lose, mm. Baltimore ties up that first seed and they get the bye. And they wrestle Lamar Jackson for my championship week. Week 16, so they'd wrestle for two weeks. Yes. They just go, you know what? We're there. We've got it. We've locked it. 
RG3. Uh, RG3, you're basically Lamar Jackson, right? With a tiny little belly. Mm. Oh dear. You thing is right. I think Matt's going to suffer with this in the week off. Tinkering disease. <laughs> Matt and you, you're, you're not going to get as bad as Matt, but Matt is going to change his lineup uh, about six times this week, not knowing who his opponent is, but he's going to change his lineup. Hmm. And he's going to tinker and he's going to add things and he's going to see if Jay Ajayi is worth a start. Yep. Um, no, is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worth a stash, though. Keeper! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Matt. We will explain how keepers work to you at some point if yes. G already hasn't. For yes. Yes. Um, I would say um, I am. I'm going to tinker. I've started already, but I will only tinker with my bench. And most of my tinkering will be to make sure that people can't pick up other people. Hmm. So it will be fucking with the waiver wire, really. Gamesmanship. And, and that's because at this point it has to be. I, I will say though, if you pick someone up and then drop him in the same week. Mm-hmm. So that he deliberately can't then be picked up for that Sunday, there will be warnings and punishments dished out because that is only two weeks left. <laughs> that's not good. Plus, if I am the winner, justified. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Um, we, will, we will see, won't we? I probably won't do that. I probably I will just nope. mess around with my bench. Backtracking. Okay. I will mess around with my bench. Collusion. Yeah. I've just done it. Yeah. <laughs> just dropped AJ Brown. AJ Brown and picked up Cole Beasley. I'm not going to start either of those guys. I just. And I like having... Oh, at the end of the season, I want to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, my bench is good. Mm. I think we should change the scoring in the championship game. Everybody counts. Or just the bench. That would be cool. You can do that. I know. I wonder if we could do everyone, though. So you have to, we have to set our bench as well. Maybe. Could you is just it, pick up all the bit, quarterbacks? It's a bit weird, though. <laughs> well, you can pick up all the quarterbacks, right? Yeah. But it would make it weird and unfair. So we're not doing it. No, However, next year, new feature. So bench. The, the, the behench. <laughs> where if a team has a particularly hench bench, who would have won the Battle of the Benches each week? Yeah, Battle of the Benches sounds good. Yeah, we can do that. That's a good name of a thing. Write it down. Battle of the Behenches. Yeah. Do you know what uh, we can actually do? Yeah. Um... It's putting henches in capital. Good. Well done. Uh, we can do a feature whereby you can post the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. You can select one player from your bench and swap him for one player in your team. Oh, Interesting. I believe that is a feature that we can do. We can tinker. That would be interesting. Post tinker. Mm. So... Going into this week's fixtures coming up, obviously you and Matt have a first round bye. Um, can't even see your teams on the fixture list this week, but mm. we should be able to see what you score for a review next week, just to see how you would have fared had you been in one of the other games in the tournament. Yes. Um, that'd be quite a nice thing to do for you and Matt next week. So please still set a respectable lineup this week, as if you were playing. The I don't think you've changed it. Yeah. No, you haven't. Matt probably will. Mm. Um, but to be fair, Matt, give Jay the start. He deserves it. He does deserve it. He's a nice man. So we'll talk about uh, the toilet bowl fixtures first. Then we'll go into the wild card round of the playoffs. Um, I'll break down two games. You break down two games. And start Cole Beasley. Nice. <laughs> get him straight in the line. He's got to get some reps. I'm also going to start Sterling Shepard and take out my Kenny Golders needs another rest. Yeah, rest the boys. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the old Blau experience. 
rest the boys. Blow! And the part is gone. <laughs> so, um, you can kick us off. I will, yeah. Break down the game in Toilet Bowl. So, seed number four versus seed number one, which is me versus Yogi. You versus Yogi for the Toilet Bowl honours. Um, this is an interesting one. So, Kyler Murray's got a tough matchup. Uh, against the Pittsburgh defence. The Pittsburgh defence are very, very good. So the San Francisco defence. So your quarterbacks have got bad matchups there. Um, and the Saints seem to be decelerating a little bit. So I think they could be fairly even. Kyler had a shocker last week. I don't see it getting any better for him, really. Do I put Brady in? Um, They're playing. Where are we? Who are they playing? Kansas City. Oh, God. I, I wouldn't want to pick that. Um, but could I be would, a shootout, couldn't it? Yeah, I would definitely. If I was... Mr. Yogi, I'll put Josh Allen in instead of Drew Brees. Mm. Um, you've got Sonny Michelle versus Darwin Thompson. Yep, I think so. Derwin with an E. Darwin. Hmm. Uh, both much of a muchness, really. Low amount of carries. Sonny Michelle has really underperformed this year. Uh, this is when he started rolling last year and it's just not happening. Uh, Melvin Gordon against Jacksonville. That's a really good matchup for him. They cannot stop the run at all. And Royce Freeman against Houston. I think Houston are going to spank the Broncos. Um... But I don't really know. The Royce room's not really done a lot, has he? Jameson Crowder is a nice play against Miami. Calvin Ridley is also a nice play against Carolina, especially if Julio is still injured. OBJ is just... I don't think he's worth a start at this point, mm-hmm. even against Cincinnati. Um, DJ Moore, fantastic point scorer last week for Yogs. A couple of touchdowns. Uh, definitely worth that start. Jason Witten is one of the problems at the moment in Dallas. He is big, fat, slow, slowing down their entire passing game. By putting him in there, they should be playing with Blake Jarwin a lot more. He can block, though. Uh, well, then play left tackle. Um, and Jared Cook is much better, and he'll probably find some seams against the San Francisco uh, linebackers. Joe Mixon is just being consistently all right. Robert Woods exploded last week. Won't be able to explode as much against Seattle because the Rams' offense will come back to earth. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is a wild card against the Giants. Guess who might be back for the Giants? Eli, Eli fucking Manning, Manning. Because Daniel Jones, Jones has got a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alshon, that might be a game, actually. Might just throw him all over the place. Alshon Jeffrey scored really well last week. Um, but the Eagles just are a bit broken, so I don't really know. Christian Kirk is a risky play. Obviously, it's in conjunction with Kyler. If he succeeds, Kirk, uh, Kirk can see Kirk succeeds. That's a hard sentence. Um, well, that's turned into your biggest point scorer. Yep. Um, the Ravens against the Buffalo offense. I think that's going to be a very good game. Mm. Um, very Two very good defences, two very good Russian quarterbacks. Um, I think it's just a very good game, so I, I wouldn't, I couldn't call that. I would say the Seahawks are going to outscore the Ravens' defence. Uh, this is very even, my friend. Very even. Um, I think possibly if Yogues makes some lineup changes here, maybe puts Rashad Penny in um, and takes a punt on the Tavis Murray and Josh Allen. Um I think he could probably oust you here and chuck you further into the toilet bowl mire. Mm. I think it's um, it is a very tight matchup. You just don't have a, you don't have any big point scorers. Well, I'm concerned because um, Yogi has said all along he only needs to win one game. I think this is going to be it. Um, so I am concerned if he if he messes around with his lineup a little bit and just takes a punt on some of these guys on the bench that are more consistent. Davis Murray needs to be playing really. Rashad Penny's been getting a lot of carries and, and scored a couple of weeks in a row. You just don't have anyone that's going to bail you out. I don't think you'll, you'll get a lot of eight to twelve point performances out of these guys. Um, 
uh, just Melvin Gordon is probably going to be highest point scorer there. Whereas, whereas he could have Alshon Jeffrey, Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Crowder, all have scored in the twenties plus. Uh, just it's it's obviously at seventy five twenty five to Yogi uh, to you at the moment, but I can just see Yogi getting one hundred and twenty five hundred and thirty points and. Not. And you're getting 115 to 20, depending on. Mm. Um, there we are. Yeah, I'm going to call Yogi, I think. I'll call myself because I just want to get out of that bowl. Yeah, man. That's I a tough one. do not want a framed picture of the bin. It's <laughs> flat. Uh, yeah. Um, so then I'm looking at Steve versus Viney. Um, so it's a similar scoreline, 75%, 25%. Steve's running backs are very good. Um, but he's 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 taking the risk on playing the one-two Cleveland punch against Cincinnati at the moment. He's got Austin Eckler on his bench, who's only scored less than double figures twice this year, and they were both five six weeks ago. Yeah. So um, interesting that he's still on the bench. Maybe you could see him come in for Singletary, who's playing against that tough Baltimore defense. But they did get gashed by Mostert this weekend, just gone. Yes. So interesting one. DJ Chark, Minchu's back in. Minchu, mania. I told you. Second half of the game. And I loved it. I fucking told you. I knew that he didn't throw a touchdown to yeah. Chark. No, but he did throw a touchdown. He threw a two, I think he threw a two point conversion to Chark. Yes. So I was kind of right. Mostly right. Hot takes. Nice, um, <laughs> but yeah, Chark's back. Um, Viney's put James Conner in again. Um, he's questionable, so don't even know if he's going to play. Um, but he's got a lot of injuries, banged up bench, still starting a double tight end look. But this time it's Britt from the Bucks and Jimmy Graham, and still starting the worst kicker in the league. That's Brett, right, no, no, no. okay, Brett let's Mayer. let's so let's see, let's just have a quick look at. Who? What was a good tight end in Cameron Bray? Oh, he's not anymore. Let's go through one, two, one, eleven, one, eleven, four, zero, zero, twelve, and zero. Good. And then one. Good. I just good. Ah, oh, man, I don't know why is he starting. There's so many good options. Why is he starting double tight end with those two guys? It makes no sense to me. He's committed to the double tight end and he's sticking with it. It's dumb as all shit. Yeah, so that's why Steve's going to win. Yeah, Steve's, yeah, definitely. So Steve gets out after a tough season. His boys have taken a bit of a battering. They, they really have, yeah. And I just think, Viney, it, from me to you, buddy, if, you're, if you weren't such a dumbass, you'd be fine. <laughs> You'd be scoring 115 points consistently, but you're just sticking with two tight ends and two out of those. And you've still got Gerald Everett on your bench who's out and he's been out for a while. Just pick up some players. I put them on a list every week. They're there. They outscored you last week, you stupid cuntbag. <laughs> oh, you're hot. You really are it's hot. just dumb. Why, why, why are you playing Cameron Bray and Jimmy Graham? It makes no sense. Finey, finey. Finey, pick up more tight ends, pal. <laughs> Go triple tight. Yeah, pick up Ryan Griffin. He's better. Go triple tight, pal. OJ Howard. He's better. Triple tight. Pick up Gesicki. He's better. Gesicki. Pick up the Dolphins' kicker. Oh, he's better. Bloody hell. Yeah, double kicker. Do that. Jeez. So um, I'm looking at the first one of our wildcard games, which is uh, Jarman versus Matty. In the three versus four match, uh, two versus three match. Yeah. Um, Jarman's set to win 82% to 18. 
to be quite honest with you, I think Matty's run of luck and recent win streak of three in the bounce is going to end. Um, Rob's team is quality. We've already talked about how he's overpowered. I think his team had their bed shit last week. They're all going to perform this week. Um, and I can see Rob doing pretty well and winning that game quite comfortably. I think it's going to be tighter than you think because I think the Pats figured out how to move the ball. And that was give it to James White. Um Leonard Fournette has now has Gardner Minshew back and that was when he was good there gets a weak LA Chargers defence Debo Samuel um, is is playing really well Cooper Cup got right back on track like I said he would last week uh, it's going to be tough in Seattle but if they keep playing that offence the way they played it against the Cardinals was fantastic let's see what they do against Seattle George Kittle back to full health Sammy Watkins is a, is a dumb play still I don't understand why he's still playing you should just, just play Larry Fitzgerald and be done with it to keep getting 10 points over and over again it's better than getting zero um, Manuel Sanders is fully healthy now and may get some uh, daylight against New Orleans but the Bills against Baltimore is a very risky play um, but I think yeah Rob is Rob is playing his ideal matchups he's um, Kirk Cousins is a good start over Russell Wilson I think especially playing against Detroit Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback mm-hmm. um, I think this is going to be a lot tighter than you think and just to be contrarian I'm going to go with Matty I think Matty sneaks it Okay. Okay. So, on to our game of the week. (laughs) Which is the uh, right to pound Scott into Browntown Bowl. (laughs) Ross versus Scott. Yes, Ross, still starting Jameis Winston. Keep the faith, brother. Um, pick a better quarterback. <laughs> it just says lose. That's his nickname. Lose for than vote. <laughs> That's his nickname order. Hadfield. Deshaun <laughs> um, uh, Watson against Denver is actually a quite tough matchup, but Chris Harris has been a bit crappy, so I think they're going to spite them, like I said. Philip Lindsay's been finding a bit of room. Uh, the Houston's defense is going to shut them down. Alvin Kamara has been fairly average this year. Levey and Bell is in on the wrong team. Um, he's just he, he shouldn't be on the Jets. He should leave as soon as he can. Uh, Aaron Jones has been really grossly misused over the last two weeks and the Packers have not given him the ball at all. Um, it's gone from scoring four touchdowns in the game to getting, I think, 15 yards on 12 carries or something like that. Ridiculous. Trash running backs. Yeah. Keenan Allen's been rubbish. Uh, Amari Cooper has been a bit rubbish and that's going to be no easier against the Chicago defense. Jack Doyle has been playing well. He's picked him up instead of Ebron this evening. Yeah. Well, that's, you know. About time. Makes sense. Bang, yeah, bang on time. Such a timely pickup. Uh, Saquon Barkley with Eli Manning back, if he's healthy, is going to get 15,000 targets. So in a PPR league, which we are 0.5 PPR league, he's at least going to get 10 points just based off how many targets he's going to get. Mm. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a good start. Tennessee defense is quite good. Packers playing the Redskins good because I think that Haskins will make some mistakes, but I think he's also going to throw a couple of touchdowns against them. Uh, the Bears playing against Dallas could be useful. They don't turn the ball over a huge amount though, Dallas. Um, but they might just stutter and not score very much. Um, I think it's it's quite a tight one because if Tyreek Hill plays well and the Chiefs go into New England and beat them, then that's that's a Tyreek Hill game. It's got green all over it. Mark Ingram, um, probably churn out about 50, 60 yards, maybe get a touch. Um, Zach Ertz has been a bit rubbish, but comes up against a stingy New York defense uh, mm. against tight ends. Um, Edelman, not great. Uh, Alan Robinson's been pretty good. Mm. Yards. Um, I just, 
uh, Scott's going to win. You think Scott's going to win? Because of Barkley. Hmm. As disappointing as that would be, I am inclined to agree. Sad, isn't it? It is, but I think the problem is now is now it's in the playoffs. Ross isn't going to get your guidance. <laughs> and he's already spitting feathers about the fact I picked up the Ravens' defence instead of him. Yeah. You should have kept them on your roster three weeks ago, <laughs> dickbag. But, um, he should also be starting the Vikings' defence against Detroit. He's... Um, the thing is, though, like... He's, he's got three defences. Now it's, it's doggy dog now, isn't it? So, like, you're not going to give him any advice anymore. You're not going to help him in your side chat. You can't trade with him anymore. Nope. Part of me thinks you only did all that side chat stuff to ensure that him and Matt made the playoffs knowing they're both shit sippers of fancy football. You overestimate my long-term planning. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would, I would... That's my final argument. It's a convincing one, I think. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's a couple of changes that can be made here for Ross that he could win the game with. I think starting the Vikings against David Blau uh, is better than um, what could be a wild card kind of rookie with Haskins. Yeah. Um, and he's got he's got Jones. Yeah, maybe Devontae Freeman's probably a solid start as well. Um, maybe even over someone like Le'Veon Bell, who has a really good matchup. But oh, man, he's just not doing anything. Um, and there's some wild cards here you can pick up from the bargain basement, Ross, and drop one of your three defenses. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup, but I, I just see, oh, I just see Scott just winning, just see him winning. Bargain basement. That's it. Very, very good. Did you like? Take five minutes to think of. Was that was that half the Baby Bell advert and half the Barbaran um, yeah. thing from Scrubs? Yeah, and also the a little bit of um, Baby Back. I want my Baby Back, Baby Back, Baby Back, Baby Back basement. Okay, so my bargain basement. Uh, it beat Viney. That's all you really need to know. Um, by a solid eight points, it would have been really good. Uh, I predicted at 132 points. That was assuming that some of my players didn't get zero, which they do every week. Winston got 11. It was all right. It was one of his down games. He was due one because he was throwing for 300 odd yards. Brandon Bolden was my wild card. Did not pay off in any way. He got 0.7. Uh, Adrian Peterson, still running, still doing things. Did not go in the NFL top 100 team of all time. Nope, did not. Nope, they yeah. picked someone from the 1930s Baltimore Colts instead because Bill Belichick is a tool. Um, you should watch that though. Very good. Uh, James Washington was awesome against the Browns uh, and Duck was throwing him the ball a bunch so he got 19.1 points uh, Peterson got 15.9 Anthony Miller who um, I said would come alive and get targets for the Bears and Trubisky would throw to him more 18.5 points Logan Thomas he was crap got zero didn't even get a look completely blamed David Blau <laughs> um, Auden Tate with Andy Dalton back in the lineup, becoming the um, touchdown leader for the Cincinnati Bengals Going past people like Boomer and Siason and Carson Palmer. Pretty cool. Uh, on tape, 8.6 points. Kendrick Bourne, 5.7. The Chargers, 2. And Lambo 6, which grand total of 88.37. Bargain basemently. Bargain basemently. Also, three game winners there. Someone who picked up Peterson, Washington and Miller. Then, hey man, that's, uh, that's close to 20 points on each of those guys. Just saying. Anyway, uh, bargain basement for this week. Um, I'm going to go in reverse order because I can. 
it's my, it's my segment. I do what I want. Um, the kicker is Myers from the Seahawks because I had to pick a kicker. Um, I picked up, well, not picking up, my bargain basement team selects Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Indianapolis Colts because the Indianapolis Colts um, are done basically now and um, Jacoby Brissett absorbs a lot of sacks. The Bucks are leading the league in sacks and I would really love Shaq Barrett to break the sack record. He only needs eight over two games. He got seven in two games earlier in the season, which set him up for all this. He's on 14 and a half, I think. Mm. I um, so, yeah, he needs eight. Um, I think they're going to turn the ball over a little bit. Their secondary's weak, but their front seven's so good. Ryan Griffin is my tight end because uh, he's playing Miami. Um, that's pretty much my reasoning behind that. <laughs> he was quite good before. Zach Pascal makes its way back into the bargain basement as my first flex versus Tampa Bay because whilst I believe the Tampa Bay front seven is good, Someone has to catch passes, and T.Y. Hilton, I assume, only has one leg now. I think it's just you may as well give up at this point. Um, and Calvin Harmon, who is the other rookie wide receiver that uh, the Washington Redskins have. Tony McLaurin's gone a bit um, quiet with Haskins coming in. Uh, he was Case Keenum's guy. Um, and Harmon has come to the forefront a little bit. He's a very good receiver, looks very physical. Um, yeah, he's been playing really well, so I think Haskins might connect with him. Uh, I've gone for the, I did, right, here you go. Initially, I went for the double tiny white guy uh, as my receivers, Beasley and Humphreys. Um, I then picked up Beasley. <laughs> so it's now uh, Lazard, who plays for Green Bay, who had a great 100-yard game um, last week, and Aaron Rodgers' resurgence, which I called four touchdowns. I said he would throw Aaron Rodgers, and he did. Um, not the highest point scorer, though, annoying me. Very close. Uh, he's playing. They're playing Washington, so there's holes there. In secondary. Apparently, Josh Norman might get some game time because oh. he got demoted to special teams the other week um, yeah. and just stood there and did nothing. <laughs> um, so Adam Humphreys uh, has been playing really well. He's been getting targets from Tannehill. Titans are surging at the right time, um, and so is Tannehill. And Humphreys is the recipient of that. Adrian Peterson muscles his way back into my heart. Because yeah. um, nobody picked him up. Nobody still picked him up, and he's in my bargain baseball once again because he's just churning out like 80-odd yards and now they're getting a touchdown, which is perfectly fine. Alexander Matteson is my other running back because Dalvin Cook has a poorly shoulder. Uh, and when people have poorly shoulders, they tend to not run as hard. And mm. it would make sense for the Vikings to limit his workload because uh, Matteson can break big plays, and that's what I'm hoping for. And rounding out this week's magnificent bargain basement team is Fitzmagic. Wow. Ryan Fitzpatrick is my quarterback because he's playing the Jets. And the Jets are a dumpster fire of a team who will probably lose to the Dolphins. Um, I predict that my team will score 122.45 points. And they will beat Matt Robert's team because I don't know what he's going to do with it. <laughs> Viney, obviously, again. And I also think it will beat both of Rob and Matty. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Take that back. Steve. Put in, put in Adrian Peterson into my lineup has decreased my chances of beating Yogi. They still count if you take them out, right? My bargain basement is still here. Even if you pick them up, I don't yeah. have to change it once you no, pick no, them up. No, 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 no. They count. They count. Mm. It's because Darius Guy's got so many carries last week, but so did they both got them. So, mm. what you gonna do? So that's my bargain basement. One hundred twenty-two points sir. coming at you. 
And I reckon next year we do a bargain basement actual team. Yeah. Because I really think my team would have made the playoffs every week. I think it's more fun as a hypothetical. I do not. <laughs> because I don't want to see that smug. I will make Candy do it. Secretly. And he'll look really smart at least half the time. You've given the game away. Aha. Uh-huh. But have I? <laughs> Yes, I'm not editing that out. Yeah, cool. Um, so we we pop along to shoulda, woulda, coulda this week. Um, not a lot because a lot of results went the way for people who wanted them. Most people yeah. picked their efficient lineup. Can't really look past Yogi. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Just shoulda beaten you. Absolutely fudging the bed. Shoulda beaten you, but he didn't. So <sighs> that is that. I would have liked to have started Darius Geis, but yeah. I just I wasn't sure about him. 27 points on my bench is a bit of a pain in the ass, but scrape my way past the yogster anyway. Um, there's not that many. Everyone kind of did quiet what they week. needed to do. Fairly quiet week and shoulda, oh. woulda, coulda. Viney playing two fucking tight ends. I just, yeah, it's just, just stop doing it. Just stop it. That's not shoulda, woulda, coulda anymore. It's, it's below a shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> just shoulda. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway. So... NFL chat, where were we from last week? Uh, what were we talking about last So we had our players. Yeah, so high-scoring players. Uh, you predicted Michael Thomas. It was definitely not him. No. Nope. Uh, he did not a lot. And I predicted Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did get 30-odd points um, and threw four touchdowns. But if you allow me a quick second um, to have a look, we'll talk about the predictions as well at the same time. Yeah. Um, you predicted the car, the Texans to beat the Pats. And they did. They did handle Did you see the speed option play they ran? Lovely. Apparently, Duke Johnson, Hopkins, and Watson drew that on a piece of paper, handed, handed it to Bill O'Brien. And he went, yeah, okay. Yeah. And it worked. Perfect. Um, that's proper football, isn't it? I love that. That is amazing. So, let's look at week 13. And I predicted the Cardinals to beat the Rams. And they did not. They Not only did they not... They really did get spanked hard. Um, like and, real bad. Yeah, really bad. Best performance of the season by the Rams, really. They're trying to get into the playoffs. They really They are. can still make it. Um, so, <laughs> what an amazing week for fantasy scores. Aaron Rodgers was uh, sixth. Okay. With 30, joint, sorry, joint fifth with the, um, Sean Watson and Aaron Rodgers both got 30.2. Mm-hmm. I will give you, if you do not look... I will give you £20 if you can guess four, three, two, and one. How many guesses? Uh, Do I get five so I get one error? Yes. You can have six. You can have six guesses. Oh, this is hard. Off the spot. Um, so Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson were joint fifth with 30.2 points. And there was four above them, yeah? There are four people above them. Okay. James White... Number one, 33.7. Josh Allen. Nope. <laughs> Got one more mistake you can make. Ah, that was silly. I just, oh dear. Um, Josh Allen was 17th. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to guess if they are. Just, just shush for a second. One of them is a defence. One of them is a defense. Yep, I will give you that. You got to make sure this is a this is this is not great radio. Oh, <laughs> Throw me some names, buddy. Oh shit! 
Uh, defense, defense, defense. Wouldn't be them. Oh, oh. Kick any kick punt returns? No, they don't count anyway. Do they? they do a little bit. Yeah, you get return yard. Uh, I can't even remember any of the results. Am I allowed to look at the results? No. <sighs> two of them are from the same team. Oh, defense and two oh. players from the same team. Oh, we're there, we're there, we're there, we're there, we're there. Robert Woods. No. You can't make any more mistakes. <laughs> Jared Goff. No! Damn it! Uh, number four was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Squishing yeah. the Jags. Yeah. Number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> on 31.5, which makes the number two fantasy player for week 13. Who? From the same team. As Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't even know what team he's on now. He's on the Dolphins. Oh, um, the receiver that did all the catches. Devontae catches. Parker. That's the one. 32.4 Two points. Dolphins. Oh, well, I never get it. No. Two Dolphins combined for 63 points. I thought when I nailed that James White one, I was like, yep, yeah, I've got I've got yeah. this. Nope, 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 nope. And nope. Yeah. Uh, putting the Rams in the freezer may have been premature. Uh, but putting the Lions in was completely right. <laughs> and yeah. Scott's fantasy team is thawing out a little bit. Yeah. Um, is that is that is that me do you like, should I defrost it and cook it? Yeah, oh. No. Uh, for reference, freezer team this week for me is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. I expected that from you. There's not many teams left now, is there? Uh, not many at all. I know what I'm putting in though. Cowboys. <laughs> You're putting the Cowboys in. They are they are leading their division. Yeah, but not they're not that many games out. But no, they're basically none now. They're six and five. Eagles is uh, uh, only Yeah, no, they all suck, is my point. Yeah, no, so so anyways, the whole division really is in the freezer, but I think the Eagles are gonna overtake the Cowboys. And the Cowboys aren't gonna win that division. Alright, okay. We need to have a thing if we get these freezer teams wrong. Yeah. Maybe so we actually have to like put your head in a freezer or something. Something yeah. freezer-based. Yeah. You can get in the freezer like in Joker. <laughs> Maybe. So this week's games, prediction-wise, um, yes. this one hurts me, but it, it kind of like is very typical. Um, I think the Bills are going to beat the Ravens this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Bills over Ravens from you. It worries me, but I think it's going to happen. I think that's going to be a really good game. Much like the San Francisco Baltimore game was really good, um, I think it's just a two very good young teams with very good defenses. Um, yeah, that could come down to if they can limit those quarterbacks outside of the pocket. Really, um, I mean, looking at the rest of this, it feels like a, a Cleveland team that could get beaten by Cincinnati, but I don't know if they will. Uh, let's have a look through here. Let's have a look through here. Let's have a look through here. I think the Dolphins are gonna, probably going to ruin their chance to get the number one overall. They have ruined it. I think the Bengals are fully in charge of this. I would say here that the New York Giants go to Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think Eli Manning's going to start. I think Eli Manning's going to win the game for them. It's going to be really horrible for everyone. 
Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, uh, let's look at the who do we think the highest Scorer. scorers will be. Let me have a think. Highest scorer this week. So for me and from you, um, I think it's a it is a tough one, isn't it? It's because we're getting down to the tail end of the season. You don't really. You kind of got those people that are set at the top, like obviously Lamar Jackson and McCaffrey and whatever. McCaffrey's had a bit of a shit time of it the mm. um, last couple of weeks. I am going to say that Mr. Kirk Cousins. I was wondering if you were going to go that way, playing against the Lions. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is going to score 36 fantasy points and throw three touchdowns. That's a lot. For only three touchdowns, That's not. that's a lot of yards. A lot. Of you see how high he throws the ball? <laughs> I haven't talked about that in a few weeks. No, you haven't. No. <laughs> he does throw it pretty hard. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to go you for? Get vertical yards as well. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers against the Skins. Hey, Raj. Yeah. Okay. Predictions. Ooh, thirty-four point four one. Okay, thirty-four point four one. That's perfect. Okay. Um, so, uh, run it up with a little bit of NFL chat. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so as we talked about, the Patriots are apparently expecting wide receiver help in the next few weeks. Uh, Primetime was sure it was coming. As I said before, it can only really be Antonio Brown uh, because Des Bryant ain't that great. So, if Des Bryant does go to the Pats, then I would love it. I think it'd be amazing, but I just don't see Belichick bothering um, with someone like Des. He just can't trust him. If you can't trust Mohamed Sanu and Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers and all those guys, then why would you think Brickhand Des Bryant could come in and save you? It's got to be Antonio Brown. Mm. Um, and it would be sad for me if it is Antonio Brown. He's reprehensible from the Patriots, really. That's oh, gross. Um, Ron Rivera's gone. Yeah, got the can. He did. Um, About time Riverboat Ron is gone. Yes. Um, and the general consensus, I think that is it was a good decision. I think a fresh start is probably a good idea if they're going to get rid of Cam. Well, I heard the, the owner only took over like two years ago. Once yeah, David guys in there. He once once rid. He's done it smartly though. He didn't just clean house straight away. He let the let it play out and let's see what happened. Um, he was great on all or nothing. David mm. Tepper. He's very interesting. Very hands on. Um, I think Newton's gone. Yeah, so do I. But I mean, whoever that's an attractive job now. You have got some really good pieces. Yeah. Um, so that could attract some people. Um, definitely college coaches coming in. I think Ron Rail get a job in the NFL next year. Oh yeah, easy, 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 easy. Maybe, like there's there's a couple of jobs that'll be opening as up. as a head coach. Imagine the Giants' job be opening up. Uh, Jason Garrett will be gone, I think. Mm. Um, and there's probably a couple of other standard firings. Interesting fact about Ron Rivera though, he has had more NFC title wins. Yeah. And back-to-back winning seasons. Oh, cool. He's won the NFC title once. Nice. He's Lovely. never had a back-to-back winning season with the Panthers. Feels like a Jags coach. Because they're going. If Doug Marone stays there, I'd be surprised. So I, f- I feel like Rivera probably goes to the Jags. You're looking at uh, probably a college quarterback to go to Dallas, maybe Lincoln Riley, someone like that. Um, and then uh, Jason Garrett will end up as a, an OC somewhere, I think, rather than a head coach now. Mm-hmm. Um He's going to struggle with being all C. I just think he'll struggle. He's just crap. Uh, and then I don't know where the Panthers would go, actually. I think um, I think their number one guy was Josh McDaniels, but Josh McDaniels is an idiot. Um, but yeah. So, um, Lamar Jackson, really close to breaking Michael Vick's rushing, se- uh, rushing record for a season. 
Yeah, I thought he'd already done it. Nope, very close to breaking it. Uh, that'd be very, very interesting. Melvin Gordon's come out and said he doesn't know where he's playing in 2020. He's probably played himself into a job somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Eli Manning is starting, which yeah. probably starting, um, which is just fantastic for everybody involved in the Giants organization. Uh, cool. Fuck Eli Manning. Uh, um, the, Xavier Rhodes had a little bitch fit on the sideline, said, I'm out of here when they asked him about some of his busted coverages. Um, for the Vikings against uh, Seattle. Um, and he said, I don't know, I'm out of here, I'm on my way out, whatever. You have to apologise for it. Hilarious. Um, and yeah, I think the MVP race is probably over at this point. I think it's Lamar Jackson, it has to be. I think Russ can keep up, he had a pretty average two weeks. And I think Lamar's turned what is really a no-name of nobody's Ravens offence into something that's scoring a lot of points. Yes, I agree. Um, things you should watch, by the way. Last week, we, as a Ravens fan, yeah. we started two rookie, rookie wide receivers. Boykin got to start one side, Marcus Brown got to start the other. Yep. And then it was two tight ends and a running back. Yep. It's, yeah, it's nothing. Um, things you should watch. You should watch the NFL 100, um, yeah. top 100 team that Bill Belichick... Is it all out now? No, it's coming out week by week. So it's uh, at the moment we have running backs and then linebackers and D-line and defensive backs come out this week. Okay. So it's Belichick, Collinsworth and Eisen. And they bring the players in. And Peterson didn't get in. No, he did not. Um, there's a couple that didn't get in that should have. LT didn't get in. Who else didn't get in? There was a few. There was no real modern ones. No, so it must have been Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Brown was in there. Emmett Smith. Yes, Barry Sanders. There was a few, and there was something from the bike. Gail Sayers, Gail Sayers was in there. Walter Payton was in there. Okay, uh, OJ Simpson I'm was not, in there. Oh. They, they they talked about him for about ten seconds. I'm not hating that list, but it's a good list. There's a couple of like Belichick. Oh, I watched film from the 1930s type guys. Steve Van Buren was in there. There's there's yeah, it's an odd list without people like AP and. David Tomlinson and people like that that just didn't get Eric Dickerson was in there. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's a couple that should have maybe got consideration but didn't. Um, and then the, the the good one to watch would be the defensive line linebackers because they get um, Lawrence Taylor and Ray Lewis with them and cool. Mean Joe Green comes in and Lawrence Taylor just takes the piss out of everybody constantly. He spends ages taking the piss out of Reggie White. I think Lawrence Taylor may well have been the player who was furthest away in talent from everyone else he played against. He was insane. Insane. And like they showed he, tape of him. Oh, my God. Dominate now. Yeah. Without fail. Yep. Make Aaron Donald look like, I don't know, DeMarta Pico. Yep. They, he, yeah. He's, he was so good. Um, and he's very entertaining to listen to. Me and Joe Green have to tell him to be quiet, which is hilarious. Um it's interesting watching Belichick interact with other humans. That's quite interesting. And Collinsworth's always nice to listen to anyway. Um, I'll have a look. Worth a shot. Also worth watching uh, Peyton's Places. I've watched Lords of That with Candy. Very Candy bloody good. loves it. It's, um, I think it's really good. I think it's very entertaining uh, when he gets Stickamore over himself and runs with uh, Biletnikov. Biletnikov. Oh, I can't say Biletnikov. Biletnikov. That was sticky. Mm. Like proper sticky. That's, I guess why it's called Stickam. But... Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely uh, definitely worth a watch for you guys, Matt. This might all go over your head, but I mean, there's a little bit of knowledge to be had there. I think you can you can gain some knowledge, just learn some names. 
write the names down, maybe learn them. Some of them might be available in next year's draft. Yeah, definitely Steve Van Buren. Um, he's not dead. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to say. Um, so yeah, that's really all the NFL chat. It's, it is winding up, but winding down at the same time because fantasy is is only got a couple more weeks left and some people have already finished it. Um, what is nice, I think, is... I know what I'd like to talk about. Crack on. Did you see the Iron Bowl on the weekend? I did not, good sir. What a game of football as Auburn beat Alabama. Yeah. And I've seen a video which was Alabama fan reactions to their loss against Auburn. Fire. Fire saving. Yeah. Don't give half of these players their scholarships back. Yeah. Um, all abuse with the defence. Thing is, right, the defence, they shipped like 49 points, right? They had 11 five-star recruits on that defence the entire time on the field. That's how many five-star defensive recruits he has. Mm-hmm. Okay, doesn't mean they're you know maturing into brilliant players, but that's what they were recruited as, right? They still had a chance to win the game, mm. and a kicker fucking fucked it for them. Mm. So all of this goes down to one thing: why they lost that game. It's because Nick Saban never gives a scholarship to a kicker. He never has, and he never will. This kicker they have is some local bum from an Alabama high school right. who's missed more field goals this year than, I think, the kicker for like the 110th ranked NCAA <laughs> team. It's all Nick Saban's fault because he doesn't believe in giving scholarships to kickers. That's interesting. Didn't know that. Very so that's, interesting. And he fucking doinked an easy field goal which would have won in the game. They didn't deserve to win, but Auburn are being caught back by a guy called Bo Nix, who is... A glorified running back. Yes, yes. Freshman could be good in a couple of years, but yeah. hell of a victory. Only the second time they've done it since Cam Newton left Auburn. And the last time was on the kick six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember that. Um, before we go, can I just give a shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers, please? Because we're going to the playoffs somehow. Yeah. And Wildcard. I really think... I don't understand really what's happened, but Tomlin, as we said really early on, was coaching for his job. Mm-hmm. And not only has he secured that, I think he is probably in the candidacy for coach of the year. It's your defence. It's The defence is phenomenal. And look at what we don't have on offence. Just from what we lost from last year to this, Antonio Brown and Lev Bell, gone. Ben Roethlisberger, gone. Juju Smith-Schuster, injured. James Conner, injured. There isn't any. We're throwing to people that we picked off the practice squad that we cut and had to bring back to the practice squad to make them eligible to get them in. Deontay Kane, Deontay Johnson, uh, James Washington's catching loads and loads of passes. And Vance McDonald still hasn't done much. And it's just the fact that we're still in contention without our starting centre. It's ridiculous. And uh, and Stefan Tewitt's out as well. So what your best alignment? Yeah. Like it's it's insane that we're still in contention and that they have somehow rallied together to get that going. And then you you compare that against the shit show that is the Cleveland Browns, who have every single talent in the world they could possibly accrue, and it's still crap because they cannot employ the right people to coach the team. The coach is a dick bag. It's unbelievable. Did you see his t-shirt anymore? This week? Yes. Wear it inside. Fine. It's a present from your daughters. It's a joke. Wear it inside. As the figurehead of an organisation, you cannot wear that outside. If you didn't see it, it said it was Pittsburgh's fault or Pittsburgh started it. Pittsburgh started it. And, and in reference to the helmets. It's unbelievable. And like you can't do that as a figurehead of an organisation. That is why the Browns will never be good until they sort all this shit out. 
And they're going to lose people. OBJ is going to request a trade at some point. And it's just, until they sort that out and they get someone in charge, maybe they look at, at even someone like Jason Garrett, who's not good, but he will bring a culture. Ron Rivera will sort out the Browns. Ron Rivera could come in and sort out the Browns. Does Bill Belichick go back to where he started? No chance. And say, you know what, watch this. No chance. It'd be interesting. He's going to retire. Yeah, or die. One of the two. Maybe Tim and Tom Brady just literally hold hands at the end of the Super Bowl and just disappear into the ether. That's it. Why go on? Or... Get one with the force. <laughs> he's, he, he goes to Cleveland and takes Brady with him and starts him over Baker. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Trades him for Baker. Trades Baker to the Pats. For Brady. Oh, God, that'd be such a dick. And his own contract rights. Completely ruined the entire NFL. I just, I just think that until the Browns sort their coaching stuff out, they're just not going to be any better. And they need stability. They need someone like Ron Rivera that can come in and just provide that culture and stability. He knows what he's doing. He can just bring a winning culture. I kind of want to do a Madden franchise now where I trade Baker for Brady and pretend I'm Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, that's an option. That'd be quite fun. Yeah, I think it would be quite fun. But I just, yeah. The Steelers have done stuff. They've done a lot with absolutely nothing, as have the Ravens. Done a lot with not a lot, and they they built their game around someone. I think it's now time for the Steelers to think about getting a quarterback. Um, ben will be back next year, but we need to get a quarterback. Justin Herbert fits you to a T. He does similar style player to to Roethlisberger, only an inch shorter, a little bit lighter, but more like Roethlisberger when he came in as a rookie. Yeah, similar style of play, can run a little bit, but a good arm, tough yeah. in the pocket, could be a good fit. Yeah, I think so. I think it's time. Because I don't think Duck Hodges is the answer, as much as I would love him to be. He is not. He yes. looks funny on the sideline. He's not. He does not pass the sideline. Are you an NFL player? Test. Much like a lot of people, you look at them and go, wow. What? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. Anyway, thank you for that. Mm. Good uh, good little week of the podcast. Going into the, the, the business weeks of the season coming up now. And uh, well, no, got the week off. Only three weeks to go <laughs> until our drunk cast. Yeah, so, buddy. Uh, Have a good evening, fellas, and uh, speak to you all soon. Peace out.